Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we're going to break down Leonard Fournette signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're also going to discuss whether or not the Saints really want to trade Alvin Kamara. We also break down Kirk Cousins' comments that he made, and we discuss the second round of the NBA playoffs. What will it take for the Houston Rockets to upset the L.A. Lakers? We'll say this. If the Rockets have any chance of winning this series, it has to be with the old Phil Jackson rule. If anybody knows anything about Phil Jackson, if you don't beat him in game one, the series is a wrap. I, think, I feel the same way about this series. If the Rockets don't take game one because you would imagine that everybody's saying that the Rockets are tired, but you can also imagine that the Lakers are a little rusty, a little bit. And the Rockets, they're going to be playing back-to-back for the next seven games. That if, they, if it goes to seven, they've already played, what, three games? So they've had one day rest. They're going to lose a game in the series to straight up kind of run out of gas. I believe that. So they got to at least get game one. Got to. Mm. Must win. You're tuned into the new Channel Sports Podcast. The Ultimate Sports Talk Podcast. I want to welcome everybody to the new Channel Sports Podcast. It is really a pleasure that you can join us. My name is Oeni. I am one of your hosts on the show today. We have a very, very, very good show in store for you. We have a lot of topics to cover, so let's get right into it. Oh, I forgot I have two other co-hosts here with me. How about to start rambling off? What's up, Lo? How are you doing, sir? Man, how you going to forget your two other hosts, man? <laughs> Man, you should have seen their faces. They both looked at me at the same time, like, "What?" Man, I'm glad I was waiting for you to say this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about the intro. Exactly, bro. Let's talk about I'm that. Trying, I'm trying to mix it up a little nah, bit. Man. No, no, I no, like no. the this. It's new. It just sounds. Want me to start all over? No, nah, just give them the this. Yeah. we like that. The fans like yeah. it. Go ahead. Yeah. It's, it's a staple in the uh, new it is. channel. It's kind of like how DJ Envy does. Absolutely. DJ Envy. <laughs> <laughs> This is the new Channel Sports go, Podcast. There you go. What's up, Big Low? How are you doing, sir? Man, I am great. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out as I'm wearing my, uh, my alma mater, my high school alma mater okay. shirt. Okay. Uh, Arlington High Colts. Okay. Yeah, shout out, man. Uh, the class of 2005. Oh, five? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and to my left, Phenomenal Chris. Hey, How you doing, sir? Hey, I like that. Good. Let's get to it. I like that. Yes. Yeah, I see. I had to. You know, Chris was bitching me oh my about uh, not having a good that's intro. Why, that's the problem with y'all is I can never express myself. I'm going to keep my I'm expressing it for you, man. Hey, well, look, look. But I did like it, too, though. Once I thought about it, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, fits, it fits well. It really does. It, does. it, does. it, does. it really does. I like it. You'll use, that from Chris. Huh? You'll use that from now on on the intro? The phenomenal Chris? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Most I like definitely. I like Most definitely. So, gentlemen, guess what time it is? What time is it? What time is it? Every time I say it, yeah, you don't know what time it is. It is time for Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. So we know how this works. I'm going to give you some clues about a famous athlete. And then after you guys name this famous athlete, I'm going to play their most famous quote. Now we're going to do things a little bit differently this time, okay? For this athlete, instead of you guys naming, trying to name the athlete after every clue, I'm just going to name some clues. And if you think you got it, 
Just let me know you got it. Oh, I can buzz in, basically. Basically. <laughs> All right. Basically. I feel like I'm on a game show. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Kind of the feel of a game show. So the first clue I'm going to give you is that he played for two seasons for the Boston Celtics, where he also won two NBA championships. Second clue. Now, it's not, it's not going to be as hard because I kind of want you to get who this guy is. Second clue, you're probably going to get the second clue. First black coach to win an NCAA championship. Wow. I am mm. disappointed in both of you. Mm-hmm. I am disappointed in both of you. Okay. Third clue. Well, I'm kind of glad you don't get it. Third clue. He coached four future NBA Hall of Famers. Once I give you their names, you're going to get it. I, I know who he is now. You know who he I, is? I'll keep it. You can keep it. Okay. Going. So the four future Hall of Famers he coached were Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, the finger wag, and the answer, Allen Iverson. If you're going to say it, it's Dikembe. Dikembe. There you go. <laughs> Dikembe. Right. He is well known because when he coaches, he has a towel over his right shoulder. Every time he coaches. Come on, Low. You don't know who this is, Low. You're going to get educated today. Yeah, I'm yeah, I know Chris knows who, it. Who, who is it, Chris? Who is Chris? John Thompson. John Thompson. Uh, no one got that. Famous Georgetown coach. He stood for what everything black is okay. at Georgetown. Um, he just recently passed away August 30th. So Allen Iverson, during his Hall of Fame induction, said that John Thompson saved his life. He was very influential to a lot of black players. At Georgetown, I don't necessarily have a most famous quote for him. He's said a lot of things, but I will play his um, his induction into the Hall of Fame. Part of his induction into the Hall of Fame. You know, uh, Patrick uh, told me, "Don't cry." I can't help it. Um, you know, and, and first of all, you know, I, I want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, this is not my image. Well, who the hell cares about image today? You know, I, I want to... Uh, Thanks so many people. And if I was looking at the landscape of my life and my career, you know, all the people who are so much a part of it, some of them are here. Some have gone to a better place. I would think of my mother, Anna, my father, John and my sister Bert, who are no longer living. I also would think of my sister Barbara, who is here today with me, and been so very supportive. I have nieces, nephews, I have my son Ronnie my son John, and my daughter Tiffany, all three of which are my heart. Don't look at me like that. 
I uh, also have my perfect miracle, my granddaughter, Morgan, who's causing a big fuss. <laughs> I have my daughters-in-law, who are also here with me. I've taken so much, so very much, from my mentors. Because without the support of many of you who are here in the stands, without the support of many of the alumni, the faculty and the staff at Georgetown, there is nothing a coach can do. And for that, and for that, I appreciate very greatly anything and everything that you were able to do. I also want to thank, and this is going to be a shocker, the members of the media. The members of the media, and particularly those who were big enough to forget our personal differences, but yet still say that I belonged in the Hall of Fame. I wanted to be here. Thank you very much. All right, so that was John Thompson inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Georgetown Hoyas went to three national championship games. They won one in 84. Who'd they beat? They beat uh. the Houston Fly mm. Jamma. That's yeah. who they beat. Yeah. If not for Villanova shooting ridiculous percentage from the three-point line, they would have probably won that game against Villanova. Yeah. And you guys know who they lost to in their other one against a guy, Michael Jordan, hitting a game-winning shot. Mm-hmm. So they could have very easily have won three championships. Wow. But um, he, you know, great coach. Passed away. Just wanted to get him out there on famous athletes, famous quotes. Uh, we had a couple other people pass away this past week. Me and Chris had talked about Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And then also we had um, Robinson pass away. For some reason, his first name will lose me right now. Um, Cliff. Cliff. Cliff and Robinson. Lou Olson. And Lou Olson as well. It's so, a lot of sports. Um, yeah. yeah. A, a lot, lot of, of. A lot of icons have died this year. When we talk about. Um, Coach Thompson, there's, a, I think it's on Yahoo. I wish I remembered it. I think it's Yahoo. They have a dope article about him confronting a drug lord for Alonzo Mourning for his players. It's a great article. Oh, yeah. Google it. Look it up. I heard about that. Uh, he was an outstanding man, outstanding right. character. Somebody you want to send your kids to go play for because right. you can trust that you're going to get the basketball sense, but he's also going to teach you how to be a man. Right. Absolutely. And that's why I want to bring him up in um, this this segment. Um, he just, like I say, he stood for everything that being a black man stands for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people looked up to him like probably no other black coach in double NCAA. Wow. Right. So, I mean, um, you know, had to bring him up. Great, great man. Um, influenced a lot of people. Every time you see him somewhere, somewhere, you will see Alonzo Morning somewhere. The mm-hmm. Kimmy Matumbo will be somewhere. <laughs> you know, they loved John Thompson. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Man, he a great man passed away, but you know, it is what it is. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Let's. I'm going to do some headlines real quick. We don't have to talk about these in detail, but these are things that happened that we can probably talk about a little bit, and then discuss some other things. Like I said, there's a lot of topics to talk about. Yeah. First thing I want to talk about is that Cam Newton was officially named a starter, the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Not a big surprise to me, but for some reason. For some people, that's a surprise. 
I don't know why. I know it doesn't surprise you, Chris. No. I mean, not at all. Um, y'all have kids together. <coughs> you. What? Hold on. <laughs> what? I'm messing, I'm messing with you. Oh, Chris. man. With Chris you, did a hell of a double take there, man. <laughs> He's like, what? What? Dread swinging all over the place. <laughs> and, though, I'm pretty sure that's a surprise to you either. No, no, it's not. Uh, the Patriots or Bill Belichick did a good job to try to conceal the fact that he was – everyone knew that was going to happen, man. Yeah. There's no way you can have an, uh, a character like uh, a person, a big person on the camera. You said it right the first time, a uh, character. Nah, <laughs> let's, not let's not do that. No, but, you know, a, somebody with that type of energy and personality, no, nah, mm-hmm. man, it, uh, it needed to happen. I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised either. So Cam Newton is the starter for the New England Patriots. Second topic I want to touch on a little bit. Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz will agree to a maxist extension when free agency begins. The deal is more, more than likely to be worth over $170 million over five years. Well-deserved for Donovan Mitchell. And that's what I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, it's a deal that had to get done. He's just coming off his rookie deal. He's not going anywhere for now. The Jazz have four seasons to get it right. Uh, can they do it? I think they can do it. I think they're going to build a, a, good, a good roster around them. I, I think he's gone regardless. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody want to live in Utah. I'm sorry. If you have listeners in Utah, love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. But don't know nobody want to live in Utah. You sound like somebody. I think it's Charles, Charles Barkley said it about San Antonio. Or was it Trey that said it about San Antonio? Well, that's different. No, nobody. <laughs> Look, I've been to San Antonio so many. Nobody wants to live there, bro. Wow. Nobody wants to live in wow. San Antonio. You know, there's three places people always talk about. Yes. San Antonio, uh-huh. Utah, and Cleveland. <laughs> nobody wants to live in those places. <laughs> Yo. I'm sorry. Anybody that listens to podcasts from any of those three places, I apologize. Look, I apologize. Big, up, big ups to them. You're going to get paid a lot of money, and hopefully they can assemble a team around them. I mean, they, they were able to make it to the playoffs. They, they, I mean, that's about it, but put some more talent about this man, and I think you, you can have a possibility of a championship team. Yeah, possibly. possibility. He was Played distraught. Like he was balling. He was balling, yeah. but he was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, I know he was pissed. Well, he uh, turned the ball over. He, he turned the ball over, the but, day, <clears throat> but he got them there. But it was our way. He didn't just turn the ball over. Hmm. Remember in game one? Yeah. The eight second count, they should have been in this position. Then number two, when he turned the ball over, if he just walked back, when the guy missed a shot, they would have threw it to him. He would have had a wide open three. Yeah. So it was they like, shouldn't you to a shot in the first place. Oh yeah. That was crazy. Ooh, that was horrible. Like, what are you yeah. doing? That's that like was, that basketball one on one. That was bad. It's okay. Uh he's got Utah's got plenty of other opportunities. They've been in the playoffs the last what three. <laughs> and they years. have not gone yeah. out the first round. Yeah. Yes, they have. They beat the oh, Thunder. They, they did beat the Thunder. Oh. Wow. That was his rookie year. Yeah, Russell oh, uh, Westbrook. Almost yeah. man. They, they they have they have he has plenty more chances. Just put some more pieces around him. They have a legitimate uh, team. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So the last little topic I want to talk about before we really get into our discussion: John Morant, named Rookie of the Year. No surprise anybody out here. We all knew he was going to be the Rookie of the Year. The only other person that was competing for it was Zion Williamson, but he just didn't play enough games. That's the only reason why he wasn't named Rookie of the Year. I think John Morant got ninety nine out of a hundred votes. Mm-hmm. So it was if, if that's not unanimous, then nothing is. Oh, absolutely. That was definitely unanimous. But he had a wonderful, wonderful year. Definitely well-deserved, and we're going to see if he can build on this. I agree. Uh, Maranta, he played well. And honestly, if Jordan Jackson Jr. didn't get hurt, I think they would have been in the chance. Cole? Yeah. To, not just that. If he didn't get hurt, I think they would have 
Technically, they made the play off, but I think they would have made the playoffs. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. And Zion didn't even finish second. He finished third. Mm. So Who was second, you know? I don't know. I just Are you he sure? Finished, yeah, he finishes. Finished third. Who else was there? Who, oh, Kendrick was... Nunn. Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, Nunn was Nunn. second for the oh. Miami Heat. So you got that one vote. That one vote. Yeah. So well, first place that. votes, though. First place. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah. No, hmm. big ups to, to – what do you typically see when you see when, when rookies play? Whether at any sport, they're usually timid or they make a lot of mistakes or they're not going to have a lot of success. Mm-hmm. And this guy is fearless. No, no. He, he, he is fearless. Yeah. And he's going to help that team a lot just yeah, because no. of that. This, it's not even his dad, though. It's this, you talk about swag, right? Oh, yeah. It's just his, even, you know, even the game, the classic game with him and our boy, yeah, Harden. Uh-huh. He was like, what did he say again? Do you know who I am? Yeah. That's a rookie. <laughs> like, he's it's a rookie. rookie. Yeah. Coming in. Yeah. Like you said, perfectly on the nail, though. Fearless. Yeah. Just coming in. He he acts like he's like his fifth or sixth year in the league right now. Oh, yeah. he acts like he belongs. Right. He has a swag of a Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. He, does, yeah, yeah. he no, just no, no. does. He does. Mm-hmm. And he has the same fearlessness as Westbrook does. He's, you know, Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, they come in. They give it all. Yeah, they leave it all on the court, and he yeah. has that same mentality. And and at such a young age, as a rookie, you can tell this guy's got a killer instinct. Mm-hmm. He's got a killer mentality. So when it comes down down to make that play or to do what he needs to do to win the game, he's going to do that. He's yeah. not going to be afraid to do it. I love that. Yeah. I'm, and we had a conversation a couple podcasts back about him versus Zion and. Oh, and you, you, you might be on it because yeah, I'll tell I, you I during get, that I playoff get. game against the Blazers, <laughs> I get your props. I Jesus. was he had a horrible first half, and I was like, okay, he's a rookie. And the second half was like, oh, oh no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've seen something in this kid throughout the season, though. Yeah, um, and it's just something about him that's like, man, this guy, he's not going to take losing for an excuse. No. Like this is this is why I just look at him. If you get him one more piece, like that Pippen or that that one more piece next mm. to him, watch out. Watch out. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So let's get right into the NBA playoffs. Houston Rockets versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. That's going to be going down Friday night. Mm. I am so, so happy the Rockets won that game against OKC. Not just because I'm a Rockets fan, but I do not want to see the Lakers go up against OKC. That's sweep. I don't care what anybody says. That's a sweep. Yeah. That's not even going to be close. The Lakers might sweep the Rockets also, but at least, <laughs> <laughs> at least, you know, I think the Rocks have a better chance to win the series than OKC does. We'll see what James Harden can do. Yeah. The other night, he actually helped his team win, not offensively. Defensively. But defensively. You yeah. see how excited he was after he blocked that shot? Well, it's, it's kind of just, it's the block, but it's also just letting out the frustration of the evening. Hold on. It's like, what was the last time he blocked a shot? I don't know. <laughs> he blocked one early in the game. What's wrong with y'all? I don't know. Can, can, I, I'm, no, no, we, we know. No, I know. No, no, but I know. I know. I know. I know. My my point is, there are so many people who woke up this morning and says James Harden plays defense, and I'm like, you have not been watching. Well, it's not even just that. Is that they won on a crucial possession because of his defensive play? Don't get us wrong. James Harden has been playing. With effort on defense for a while now. So the narrative that he doesn't play defense. Well, not just, but let's back up. Okay. He's been playing with effort for about four years. No, that's what I'm saying. For but, a while. That's a while. But it's been two years where it's good defense. No, There's but a difference. I wouldn't go as far as saying good. No, it's good. <laughs> I would His defense say, is good. Okay. No, There's a difference. It's just like Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to win the defensive player of the year. But we all know he's not a great on-ball defender. Right. James Harden is not a great on-ball defender. But if you have him in the post... 
he's going to punish you. He's done so all year, and he's good moving off the ball. He's a good defender. Just give it up. Yes, yes, I ain't say he was great. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. That, that's, I'll, I'll give him. A, I'll give him above decent. That's what I'll give him above decent. But there's no doubt that his defensive play has improved tremendously throughout the years. Like, it's, there's just no doubt. I mean, so all those videos you see on YouTube where he's just standing there, not knowing where the ball is. nonsense. That, well, that was, that was happening. <laughs> so no, he got real. tired. No, it was real. <laughs> it's not fake news. It was real. I'm just saying it's not real anymore. No. Right. Sh- shut. This is the James Harden, and this, this is what you need from your best player. And he has to play offense, but if offense isn't working, then you need to you need to show on the other end. And this is go. exactly what he right, did. Right. But this came down to the last possession, last play, and Chris Paul had had because a double team Chris Paul mm. at that last that last play. Imagine if you got the a shot off, um, they they could have ended up what it would have been tied. No, they would have won. They would have won. won. Yeah. So just imagine. I mean, the Rockets were this close to being you know eliminated. Oh man, exactly. Low. They were real close. Mm-hmm. I mean. When James Harden blocked that shot, I thought, okay, is that it? But they gave him a couple of opportunities to actually win that game. He fouled, for who he fouled, uh, Dalinari to give Chris him a Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Oh, he fouled. I thought James Harden fouled. So, oh, they, and they picked somebody to yeah. shoot a free throw. Yes. And Dalinari, he missed a free throw. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter anyway, but they had many opportunities, OKC, to really take this game. And Nick Wright said something <laughs> on a show. A while back, he said the Rockets should have won this series six games to zero, <laughs> and I couldn't agree with him more. Wow. Like I don't know, it just it just Rockets have this these moments where they're like, hmm, I don't, we're probably playing basketball right now. We're not going to hit any layups because they miss about four in four positions in a row. They miss layups. they miss layups or putbacks. Hey, let me say so. If they want any chance against the Los Angeles Lakers, Russell Westbrook has to show up. Mm-hmm. Like he is not showing up. I don't care what his stats say. He has not shown up. I know he's hurt. He's hurt, though. I know, I know, should, I know, he, I know. I know, no, no, no. I know. Should he have come back? Yes. Yeah, I mean, well, no. Should he have come yes. back? Did they need him? I, yeah, well, yes. Yes. They needed him in this series. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, they needed him. Okay. <laughs> There's another way to put it. They needed him. So the answer is yes. But also for the rust aspect. I got you. They needed him to hoop a little bit. Because yeah. he's he still looks kind of rusty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, all I'm saying is I know the excuses that he's rusty. He might still be hurt. Regardless. We need Russell Westbrook to show up oh, against that's the Lakers. Obvious, I, exactly. But it's a given. without that, the Lakers are going to win it. So are we giving predictions on of this course. series? Of course. Uh, for me, I got the Rockets in five. I'm lying. Yeah, I'm I know lying. you are. Yeah, I can't even. <laughs> I know lying. you are. Uh, I'll go with the Lakers in six. Uh, maybe seven. If it gets to seven, the Rockets lose. The Rockets got to lose because you don't want to play LeBron in game seven. So you got to make sure a, a game six where the Rockets could take it. I will say this. If the Rockets have any chance of winning this series, it has to be with the old Phil Jackson rule. If anybody knows anything about Phil Jackson, if you don't beat him in game one, the series is a wrap. I think I feel the same way about this series. If the Rockets don't take game one, because you would imagine that everybody's saying that the Rockets are tired, but you can also imagine that the Lakers are a little rusty, a little bit. And the Rockets, they're going to be playing back-to-back for the next seven games. If it goes to seven, they've already played, what, three games? So they've had one day rest. They're going to lose a game in this series to straight up kind of run out of gas. Mm. I believe that. So they got to at least get game one. Got to. Mm. Must win. Lakers in six. Only if we see AD play Ooh. like he did in that. Great only, point. Only. Great because point. If, if, we're, if, if this is AD of the first four games, yeah. uh, the Rockets are going to win away with it, tired or not. Yeah. Mm. Because I, I think that Rockets right now are very hungry. These guys right now are hyenas. 
The Rockets are hyenas right now, and they will continue to chase, and they will wear your ass out. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this this whole series hinges on AD. Mm. It does. Man, you stole I, my point, though. He made a good point, and, and I really want to change my prediction because of what he said. If AD is not averaging thirty five points, but it's not no just excuse. Effectively, though, he has to do it effectively. He can't have too many shots doing it. Okay, not only thirty five points. It's when it matters in the fourth, not thirty five points in the first three quarters, yeah, and, and then disappear and disappear in the fourth quarter. Well, LeBron should handle the fourth. At least he should. Mm-hmm. Um, but AD's got to take care of it to mm-hmm. Lowe's point. Mm-hmm. If he's not giving you about 35 and 15, I don't want to hear it. Right. He and is not a generational talent because right. there's no excuse. Yeah. That, that, and this is why the Rockets, I just don't see the Rockets win this series. I, I see the same thing, Lakers in five, six, because they, they have nobody that can know AD. Mm-hmm. Once, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. I could be coaching the Lakers myself, me, oh, any. Yeah. This is all what? Give the ball to AD in the post. That's it. Because mm-hmm. you can put any matchup you want to put there. You can put James Harden. Talk about how good his posting is, post-up defense. It yeah. doesn't matter. You well, I don't down. know if you want to do that. If you're what? the Lakers, you don't want to necessarily do that because you – AD is not a back-to-the-basket player in that nature. You don't right. want to do – the Rockets will invite that all day. If he wants to score two, we'll shoot our threes. And but he can still take advantage of it. No, I, I, I agree with that. Be AD. I agree with that. I, I think there are a couple players. So, number one, I think in game one – the reason why I said game one is so important. Game one, Harden might have – 60 points because he's going from seeing Lou Dort to Alex Caruso and maybe Rondo and who who cares, right? Unless LeBron's holding him, he's going to have a field day. And LeBron can't hold James Harden. That would be a horrible thing because he'd just expend too much energy holding him. And then the Rockets really would beat them. Mm -hmm. So I I, I think the recipe for the Lakers winning is AD, but they got to be careful because if they're just dumping it in the post, that's what the Rockets want. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not just about dumping it in the post. I I said that, but it's about – Running your offense around AD. Basically, that's, what, that's what yeah. I wanted to say, clear up. Yeah. You have to run your offense around AD, and then whatever happens goes from there. But, you know, the Lakers know this. LeBron knows this already. Yeah. That's the first key. Mm-hmm. The second key to this whole series to me is just that combination of James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Because you just point out right now, who's going to hold those two individuals? Right. They got nobody. Nobody. Right. If the Rockets can't take advantage of that in this series, then Lakers in four. Yeah. It would be a sweep if they can't. <laughs> no, you're right. But that that would be just a failure on those two guys' part. I believe right. they're gonna show up and, and, and play well. But I, I like Lowe's point when you're talking about A D. It's I just they it can't just be dumping in the post. Yes, they have the runner offense through him. I get that. But if the Rockets don't double, what I mean is if they just allow him to do whatever he wants and score his points and the team doesn't have a rhythm, that's what Lowe was talking about. He can't disappear in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Because if nobody else has a rhythm and all of a sudden he's missing, they're going to lose. You, you brought up a good point. Okay, double AD. LeBron James is going to have a damn field day, man. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Yeah. So but but LeBron James is going to beat you anyway. That's what I'm saying. But everyone knows that. So once you have AD, can they alleviate some of the, on those crucial point times yeah. when LeBron needs it? If he's going to dish it to you, look, because LeBron's going to do that. Look, I can take this game over if I want to, but I need to feed everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's what makes LeBron James a smart player. I want to get everybody else involved. Let me get you some shots so you can get your rhythm going too. So he's going to do that. So you got to take advantage of that. Yeah. And then one more thing, Kyle Kuzma, bruh. Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> been I've been on it, man. Come on, man, because it's just Leave like, that man alone. It's like, no, man. It's like, come on, man. Kyle Kuzma, step up, bro. Like everybody is gone. Everybody from from when you came in on that team initially is gone. Right. So th- this is this was supposed to be two years ago. This was supposed to be your team somewhat before LeBron came. Then LeBron came. It was supposed to be you and LeBron. You're not doing anything, man. 
So now you have to bring AD into uh, the situation. Man, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, uh, these are my honest opinions in the series. I think the Rockets are going to lose. We won't see a lot of Dwight Howard after game one. We won't see a lot of JaVale McGee after game one. At least as the Rockets do what they're supposed to do. And I don't think we're going to see a lot of Kyle Kuzma. I just, I just, I don't because this matchup does not work for him. The Rockets are going to attack him on the pick and roll. That's not going to be good for him defensively. Mm. And he doesn't play back to the basket, but he does. He's a bigger guy on his drives. And the Rockets have so many wing defenders who are going to toss that. No, he's going to struggle in this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not the series for him. Yeah, I, I can kind of agree with that as well. It kind of be like what um, OKC kind of sort of did to, what's that guy's name? Um, Macklemore in that series. Mm. They, they were cooking they, him. They were cooking he's him. unplayable. He's unplayable after mm. that because he was playing a lot of minutes yeah. in that uh, first go around. Right. But then after that, after they figured it out, he was like, oh, no, we got to get you out of here. Even as effective as he was on offense. Yeah. yeah. Now, with uh, Javon McGee and Dwight Howard, you're saying that they're going to, the Lakers are going to play. Smaller lineup. They're gonna to, have to, to match have up. To. Okay. There's yeah. just no way they could play two big men against the Rockets. They're yeah. gonna try, yeah. and it's gonna work. It's gonna look good in the first quarter. They're gonna be up by 15 or whatever the case may be. Everybody right. says, "See, you can't play small ball," but it's fool's gold. Right. They, those guys cannot play two big guys at one time. They no, it's absolutely not. They can't do that. So that kind of brings to my third point: is the other players, the role players. Because if you expect AD to do what AD does, AD and LeBron are gonna do what AD and LeBron does. How effective is it gonna be? I don't know. I, I trust. LeBron James, where I trust AD. Then you look on the other side, look at um, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Mm. Can they be effective? And they should, man. I mean, they have no one on the court that can hold them. They should. Look, look. if we talk about them as being former MVPs of this league Mm. and being a better duo than James Harden and Chris Paul, they have to show up in this series. And Westbrook has to show up. But I don't think that's the question, though. We all know that. That's For me, when you mention role players – who on the Rockets is going to be there? Well, 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 I talk about the way Lowe was talking about AD. Don't yeah. score 35 points in the first three quarters and then the yeah. fourth quarter disappear. That's yeah. kind of what I'm talking about here as well. <clears throat> you know they're going to put the numbers up, mm. no doubt. Then Let's say they do that. Then you have the other role players. Eric Gordon, mm. are you going to show up? Because he's going to be key in this yeah. series, whether yeah. you want to believe it or not. Because he has some <laughs> wide open shots. I want to see the good Eric Gordon. Because you have the good Eric Gordon. And then you <laughs> have the really bad Eric Gordon. I don't want to see the really bad Eric Gordon anywhere in this series. If if Game 7 is any indication, the Rockets are in good hands with Eric Gordon and Robert Covington. Because Robert Covington won that game for the Rockets in Game 7. Without him, they lose. He hit yeah. at least three big fourth quarter threes. I think two for sure. And then made some terrific defensive plays. But as far as the Rockets are concerned, Will D'Antoni... Open up his lineup just a little bit. Will Macklemore play more? I had to. The problem is they're not playing Austin Rivers enough. He comes in the game for a couple of minutes, launches some threes, and he has to sit down. You mm-hmm. need guys like that mm-hmm. to play because the Covingtons, the Jeff Greens, the PJ Tuckers, they're going to wear down. Mm-hmm. It's like this man doesn't get it. You have to be able to rotate a little bit, mm-hmm. be flexible. If he doesn't find a way to be flexible, flexible, they're going to lose the same way they lose to Golden State. They'll make it to a game five, or well, hopefully as a Rocket fan, a game six, they'll run out of gas, and they'll be done. But that's that's been D'Antoni's MO since he's been coaching. No, I, he, so I don't think he's going to change it now. Yeah, well, they're not going to win. <laughs> we are, look, bro, it's going to take a – first of all, James Harden has to be MVP James Harden. Russell Westbrook has to be MVP Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And then the role players have to put in their part as well. Agreed. And Agreed. I, even with all that, they still might not win the series. I will say this, though. The one thing the Rockets have in their favor, I think is going to stun the Lakers as it stunned the Thunder, is the Rockets play 
hellacious defense when they want to. And the, and the no, no, they play they in the playoffs and <laughs> yeah. in the bubble. They've uh-huh. been playing deep when they want to. Deep but, up, not just when they want to throughout the entire bubble. There, there, there have been some instances against OKC where the defense has kind of disappeared. Nah, some instances. I wouldn't say. Well, I mean, every, every team has ups, right, right, ups right, and downs, right, right, but right. overall the defense has been hellacious. Well, I mean, they also have better they have better depth, and I think you bring up a key point. If he opens up that lineup, and you have the rest of your depth chart come in and actually play because I'm not, no one's afraid that the Houston Rockets are going to have offense. Offense is going to be there. Exactly. That's not, that's, that's not going to be a problem. But like I said, if, if he does things right and it's probably not going to happen, if he opens it up <laughs> and allows everyone else to play, reach down in there and bring out Austin Rivers, man, to th- shoot some threes, bro. Like I said, they will, they will continue to go and hyenas can run for a long time and without getting tired. They will yeah. wear you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you allow them to do it, man, the Houston Rockets will, can come out on top. And that's, you make a good point too, Chris. This is, a, this first game is really important. Yeah. Cause he might do that the first game. Like, you know what? I'm going to open up a little bit. Now, if Austin Rivers is ready to play, he goes 0 for 3. Like, okay, this is why I don't but do this. But you got you to let him hoop, though. That's true, This too. is a guy who's dropped 40 points in the bubble. But he I'm, can hoop. I'm saying this because Mike D'Antoni doesn't even do that. This is That's not his MO. His, yeah. his rotation is 7 to 8 players. But it's not just that, though. The, the problem with D'Antoni is he is loyal to a fault. Right. When Eric Gordon's 0 for 40... Eric Gordon's going to play his 20, 30-plus minutes. That's just what Dan Tony's going to well, do. Well, because he's going by, you know, the no, lineup. No, no, he's just going by his guy. <laughs> he didn't say to do right. a Capella last year. Capella looked cooked against mm-hmm. the Warriors. He just didn't sit him down. He just kept throwing him out there when we knew he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. That's Dan Tony's problem issue to a fault. He doesn't adjust. He's like, oh, my God, he'll figure it out. He's loyal to a fault, if anything. Mm-hmm. So we all pretty much got the Lakers in the five or six games, yeah. Yeah. basically. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Friday night, the Rockets come out there. They play to win game one. If they can punch him in the mouth early in game one and win that game, mm-hmm. we already know the, the Lakers and LeBron, they're resilient. It's not going to matter anyway, but at least it'll look good for the Rockets. Now, the Rockets go in there Friday night. They get beat by 20 or 30. You might as well just book the Lakers for the Western <laughs> Conference Finals, period. So the next series I want to talk about is the Los Angeles Clippers going up against the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets just – Barely, barely beat the Jazz. If not for the ball rolling in and out, we could be talking about Utah in this position instead of Denver Nuggets. They came all the way back from a 3-1 deficit to take the win in Game 7. Um, Jamal Murray has been playing his butt off. I mean, he has come to the bubble to play. And with all that being said, the Clippers are going to win this series. Same thing, about five or six games. Uh, this is a walkthrough. Don't have anything to say. I'll make a very short. Clippers win in four, five. If they don't feel like playing six. That's <laughs> <laughs> that last point that you made, I was going, I'm, ex- I'm going to expand on that because I forget who made the point that the Clippers will kind of use the Mavs game as the, uh, the benchmark or the warm up to kind of get rolling. And that's exactly what they did. Um, but. Are, are they actually going to play or are they going to continue this, you know, half-ass, hey, you know what, we're going to just let our talent, you know, uh, come up and show for itself. But uh, Clippers in four. Mm. Mm, you have them winning a game. <laughs> wow. All right, Clippers in five. Clippers in five. I'll give Denver one. I will one. say this about Denver. I will say this about the Nuggets. We talked about the Nuggets and the Jazz being that game where both teams were trying to prove themselves, right, go further into the playoffs. And Denver won the game. They won in seven. They had to come back to win. Now, if Jamal Murray can be exactly what he was in that Utah game, and we just mentioned it, the Clippers just decide, oh, well, this is going to be a lollygag 
kind of series. We're just going to do whatever. Because they really haven't played as a cohesive unit all year, really and truly. So let's just say Denver comes in. They're, they're playing. They're clicking all center. No, never mind. I, I, wasn't no, 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 I, you go, no, I can't even no talk point. myself no, into no, it. Because, Clippers no. in the box. I, I, I would have given Utah a game because of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. But I, I can't. No, but Jamal Murray. I give, That's why I give them a game because no, Jamal Murray. He, no, he's good, but he's not that. No. Oh. No. I, I, I'll give them a game for that. I mean, I, I gave him a game. I said maybe five. Oh, yeah, But yeah, I'm yeah. with the low. I, if, if there was money on the table, I had to put money on it. Is it four or five? I'd probably go, lean towards four. I'll go four or five. No, you never go to, to, to a sweep when you put the money down on it. No, no, the, no, the, the, team, the team can they can get one game. They, yeah. I mean, I don't Especially know. Especially when there's no home that. court. I don't know, man. We're, we're, well, well, that team is not built to beat the Clippers. No, they're, they're not. not. Be, they're well, not. I mean, look, okay, the Mavericks beat the Clippers because they had – it was exemplary offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets don't have that. Exactly. So, I just, yeah. I, I don't yeah. see it, man. Yeah. yeah, I think if Porzingis and they get hurt, Dallas might win that series. The, no. I know. I, 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 I they would have won one either. more game. Yeah, it would have been it seven. It would have been seven. And then the Clippers would have said, all right. All right, let's fine, do it. We got to be. We got to actually play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. We wanted to go home. We boarded I, to go home. I'm, I'm, I'm really not trying to poo-poo on Jokic and the Nuggets. It's just, it's just such a bad matchup, man. It's not a good matchup in any shape, fashion, or form for them. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with you on that. I don't think it's a good matchup either. So, eh. Clippers in five or six. No, not six. Five or four, there basically. Okay. So, the next series, we're going to stay in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. I want to say it was you, Chris, that mentioned Miami Heat. Maybe. Was that I, you? I, I mean, the whole time I thought Miami was going to win. I was a man enough to say it on the podcast. So I can't. <laughs> okay. I can't. So it must have been in private. Whatever no, no, no. I said it on here. Okay, okay. I said, I think Miami is going to win. And you were like, are you going to pick them? I was like, I don't know. Well, I'm still not picking them to win it. But they're up 2-0. They're up 2-0. Mm-hmm. No, I'm still not picking them to win. I, I believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the real deal. I really do. I think that this is just, you know, a growing you know, phase uh, of his career. Uh, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Look, look. We already said all three of us already said Milwaukee. We can't change our minds now, no, no. right? Well, I, I put it like this: I chose Milwaukee very hesitantly. It's not. I don't think Milwaukee's going to win based on what I've seen in games one and game two. They and barely has, lost game two. No, they should have. They, they didn't win game two. Is this a Giannis it, problem or is this a team? It's a team exactly. problem. Oh, it's definitely a, a team problem. Is low it? hit on the point. It is not a Giannis problem. It's a team problem because outside of Giannis Antetokounmpo. There's nobody else in I've said it how many times on this You've show? You've been saying it. There's nobody else on that roster that I trust. Chris Middleton sometimes. Lopez sometimes. Other than that, no. And what the Miami Heat do really well, there, there's this uh, there's this picture out on the internet, the way the Miami Heat are holding him. Is it's like a zone defense. It's not even just a zone. There's four people in front of Giannis. Exactly. At all times. <laughs> and anybody else do what you want. And it's just, they're not, that's not going to change. Yeah. Giannis can't break through that. Uh, it's just not going to happen. And Giannis, bro, hit your free throws, man. That is killing that team when he's not hitting his free throws because they're freely fouling him and he's not hitting his foul shots. Mm. Right. It's ridiculous. They should have won game two, though, I feel like. Even that last call that was a foul, that was a questionable call to me. No, but they shouldn't have won the game, period. The Miami Heat were winning the whole time. Right, but they could have found got a way to win. That's what I'm saying. They, they still found a way to get it close. What, well, the referees what, found a way to get what, it close. Did they have a series like this last year? In the the Milwaukee Bucks, where nope. it looked like they were behind. Nope. No. So they they lost that series. They were rolling until they're up two zero against the Raptors, mm-hmm. and then they lost four straight. They lost four straight. Okay, so yeah. it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought they were down and came, so 
came back somehow. Mm-mm. But we did we we already picked Milwaukee to begin with. Yeah. Right. So we can't change it in this series. Suck it up. No, well, I'll put it like this. I'm changing because I saw this coming. I just wasn't mad enough to say it. Right. Because I knew the match was how horrible. Gonna, how are you going to tell me tail my chest all this time and you didn't even <laughs> say it with your chest? I mean, because I'll be honest with you. It was more of a, do I believe Jimmy Butler can lead a team like this? Mm-hmm. He's leading them as if so he's- Jimmy Butler heard you say that and said, hold my beer. Hey, and that's what's that up. <laughs> because for, for Jimmy, you know, you know the real real reason why I think this series is over is because in game two, offensively, Jimmy Butler had what 13, 14 points mm-hmm. and he still beat them. Oh yeah. See, that's and that's the point I want to bring up. Miami hasn't even played great in yeah, this series. It's yet. not just like it's Jimmy Butler doing everything. The leading score on their team so far in the playoffs has been Dor uh what's his name? Goran Drakic. Goran Drakic. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a collective team oh, effort from yeah. this team. It's just that Jimmy Butler's like it's just his energy okay. on the court has just rubbed off on everybody in Miami mm-hmm. Heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, Joel and Bees is looking at this because he sends some tweets out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but reminiscing at the ex girlfriend, man. You seen it? Man, I see, man, I see, seen it at the oh, club, man. She, look, she looking good. She looking good. Damn. Man, I messed up, bro. Oh man, <laughs> Joel and B knows they messed up yeah, because but it ain't his fault. Man. <sighs> it's not his fault. It's the organization that he's playing for. It's, it's their fault, but. When we first heard about, let's be honest. When we first heard that Jimmy Butler decided to go to Miami, what's what's the, the the you know we do the best and worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario you thought for the Miami Heat? Nobody saw him going to the playoffs. I didn't. I did. I saw him going to the playoffs. Best you first said round, best case scenario. Basic scenario. Best case scenario. I saw him going to playoffs. First round. Uh, first round. Second round. Well, I mean, the series not over with yet. But this team does look a lot better than I expected them to. When yeah, they, got they look Jimmy like a, yeah. they can go to the championship. Yeah, yeah. So and you know. Jimmy Butler, when he first went there, I thought, oh, this is a money thing. He's just going there That's to right. offer I, I the was, most money. Exactly. I thought it was worst case, one, I, two, three, Cancun. I, I thought he was chilling. Nope. I didn't, <laughs> I I didn't, I didn't think that. I did not think that at all. The only reason I didn't pick them going to the playoffs is because I didn't think they had enough talent mm-hmm. to help him out. But I've been, follow, I've been reading up on this guy. This guy is a leader. This guy is a dog. This guy wants players who can play. So he went there for, look, this is going to be my team. Mm. Surround me with talent so that we can go and win the championship. Mm-hmm. And he has that. And the fact that he's doing it with, the, who, with who they have right now, that's very impressive. So, no, it wasn't a money grab. They paid him, but he wanted to be the man and let me go somewhere where I can express myself and be an alpha and no one's going to, you know, come come check me about that. Man. He's he's the Chris Paul of the Eastern Conference. Oh, absolutely. Mm. That's who he is. Yeah, he's, really, he's truly. really Bored at Chris Paul. Yeah. Because he's just, he's going to get right at you. Chris Paul might behind the scenes get in your face, but no. he's going to get in your face no, on no, TV. No, no. Chris Paul punch you in the ball. That's <laughs> <laughs> <So> Chris Paul <laughs> be opposing team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you got to, you got to give props to Jimmy Butler. We talked about Jimmy Butler before. He has definitely the mama mentality. Oh, too, yeah. But he doesn't have the mama talent yeah. to back it up. If he had the mama talent to back it up, he would be one of the greats. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. But if he, he wins a chip, I don't know if they're going to go that far. No, I'm saying they, they if might he go, wins one. If he, he was the ones one. eventually, I don't know if they're going to do it this year. I just think the oh, Lakers. They don't do it this year. They, they need to do it now. This is the mm. time. The time is now. I think whoever comes to West, they're going to get it out the way. No, I'm not. I agree with that. Okay. I, I'm just saying if they're going to win one, if, if there was ever time to pull off an upset with the way they're playing, the time oh, is yeah, now. Yeah, that'd be right now. Mm. Who, who's on the other side? I'm forgetting who's on the other side. Who? Oh, Boston. Ooh, we're talking about Boston right now. So that's it. We. we we, we, we're going to stick with me on Milwaukee. Oh, I'm, I'm still definitely going, going with Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I already felt I'm that still way. With, I'm, I'm still going with Milwaukee. I'm still going with Milwaukee. Yeah. In, I, in seven. But, yeah. So let me ask you guys me this. Me too. Just really quickly. Mm-hmm. What changes? 
well, do you want to see? What you what you just mentioned is what's going to have to change. His players around him are going to have to step up. No, I get and that. I guess like so low, for example, you say you're going to stick with Milwaukee. Why? Do you think something miraculously is going to miraculously going to change? No, I'm just not going to change what I said. I, I initially thought that 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 the Bucks are going to win it. I'm just going to I'm just going to stick to that. So you're going to stick with a, a sink, sink and ship. Yes. I I've yeah. seen movies like this before, honestly. I've seen games where the Phoenix Suns were up 2-0 against the Houston Rockets back in the day. Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, those guys looking magnificent. Yeah. The role players looking great. But the Rockets just found a way to come back. It's happened before. Now, don't get me what, wrong. What, what you, need, you need, you need that one game, that one role player where, okay, you, you, want, a, you want a quadruple team, Giannis? Fine. Give me that one person that's going to be open because you ain't worried about him and let that dude drop 35 to 40 points and then you win that game. So that's one. So now you up. Now you're down 2 1. 2 1. Right? Then the next game, all right, we're going to try it again. That per- same person's not going to make it happen, but maybe two or three other people contribute, actually, the way the. So you mean. Is. Now you're two. To, now, now it's two and two. Yeah. So I can see a place where they go down. Um, they, they, uh, the Heat lose two games in a row, but they'll mm-hmm. come back uh, and win one. Yeah. And then it can go back and forth. And then game seven, um, you know, the the the, the Bucks win it. I, I can see I, that happen. I'll say this. <clears throat> it's interesting. We're going to talk about the Celtics in a minute. Neither the Celtics nor the Heat have lost a playoff game, so it's just interesting because eventually you're going to lose a playoff game. Yeah. How you bounce back from it, yeah. uh, and particularly the Heat because they have a lot of rookies, but they have a lot of veterans too, man. Mm-hmm. And they got people forget Bam Adebayo, he could bang with Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. so there's no fear there. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't, look here, I don't see it. I think the Heat, I think it's over already. It's done. You call him sweet? Oh, well, no, no, I ain't say that, but uh, I, I think it's done. It's five or six games. It's done. Because the Milwaukee played Boston last year, right? And I think Boston was playing similar defense. They were crowding Giannis Antetokounmpo at every opportunity. Even when he came to the hole, they were crowding him. So I think they only won one game. But they won the first game. Mm-hmm. Very convincingly. Very convincingly. So we were kind of having this conversation, too, last year. Because I know me and we you did. were high on Boston, on Boston we at that time. We were like, okay, yeah, this is Boston might win this year. Yeah. Came back and won, I think we'll say four straight. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So – I can see the Bucks coming back and winning this series, um, but it has to be the role players, no doubt, because Giannis can't do everything. Yeah. I, I saw a picture of Giannis on the bench. He's had his head down. He was he just seemed dejected, like, what else he, do I have to do? He's also got to play more minutes, though. He's only averaging 35 minutes. He's mm. got to be up there like 46 minutes in this series. Mm. He's a young dude. He could do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's talk about this last series, the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics were about two games. We both, we all talked about this series as being a good series yeah. going in. Boston's up right now. We're podcasting in the middle of the game, but Boston's up right now by, I think, by 12 points. So <laughs> the, the key to all this, which I did not take into the equation, is how well Jason Tatum is playing. Yes. I mean, we knew he had it in him. Yeah. But now he's really, this is coming out party right now. Mm. He's averaging the most points out of any player in this series. And it just looks like this is his time now to shine. Mm-hmm. And then you add that with Kimball Walker and, and Brown. Mm-hmm. Kimball Walker is definitely playing great. Kimball Walker, if you want someone to shoot a last-second shot for you Ooh, at Kimba. the end of the game, you get cardiac Kimball Walker to do that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's just he's been like that even since in college. He is He wants to take that big shot every single time. So I, if the Celtics win this next game three, that's a wrap. Oh, it's, it's, it'll be a wrap if they win. Pascal Siakam has got to play better. Uh, this is without Gordon Hayward. Is Hayward even playing? No, I don't think he's Boston. Boston is ridiculous because they'll get you a Marcus Smart. 
They'll get you with Brown. They'll get you with Kemba. They'll get you with Hayward when he's back. And then you mentioned Tatum. I don't know what it is about Tatum's game. I just don't appreciate it. I don't know why. He just it's something about his game. I just I can't latch on to it. Mm. But every time I look at the box score, mm. you watch the game, you don't realize, oh, he's balling. You just don't. I just don't notice it for whatever reason. Yeah, very but, quiet points. He yeah, gets. he gets. It's kind of like Harden. You just look up and like, oh, okay, he has saying, thirty-five yeah, points. Good. How did that happen? Yeah. Um, he's he's a great player. I, I think that for Toronto to change things, Pascal has got to play better. He mm. just he has to. There's right. really there's no other answer. He has to be the guy. Spicy P ain't been the guy. Mm. Uh, everybody else is kind of doing their job. He just needs to play better. If they're able to get Game Three as they're playing now, uh, then there's a chance. But they got on three outs over. So what I'm saying is obvious. But my point is, if they're able to win this game, that we may get the series that we thought it was going to be. One one of the concerns I had with Boston was their was their size. And I thought that Toronto would give them fits, but because Boston has so many skilled players and everything is coming together and everyone is scoring, everyone is is, is doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah, this is a dangerous team. <laughs> yeah. I know you're right. It's amazing. It's a very dangerous team. I, I thought. I thought. I really thought Toronto was going to give them fits, but I, I, man, all in. Talk about superstars. Yeah, right in yeah. this league. Yeah, and how that can be the difference in a series. Absolutely, you can have a better team. But if that other team has the better superstars, superstars yeah. you're definitely going to win it. And I didn't come into this series thinking that necessarily that Jason Tatum or Kimball Walker or even Jalen Brown were superstars. But those are the three stars that are making the difference in this series. Mm-hmm. You just talked about it, Pascal Siakam. If he wants to be mentioned as one of these stars, he has to find a way to lead what is now his team right. yeah. to a win. Right. And that's that's what makes a difference in the, in the NBA. And more in any sport, it's the NBA because they – really hang uh, on stars like that. We talk about the Heat having a chance to get to the finals, and you guys kind of poo-pooed me saying, okay, are they actually going to win? Boston could upset one of those L.A. teams yeah, no, because yeah. they're so loaded. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the team I'm looking at. Yeah. Now, it, I don't think Miami's going to do it, but w- because of what they have and the potential they have to have – we talk about Luka Doncic all the time, mm-hmm. and this was his coming out year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown – and even to a lesser extent, Kimball Walker, because Kimball Walker has never really had a deep playoff run. Yeah, never, no. If this is his run to really show out and break out, yeah, they're oh, he's uh, going to very, do it. Yeah, he, he's uh, already done it. They already his name. His nickname's Cardiac Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it's the end of the game, he will destroy. I don't care if it's Kawhi, Paul George. You put any defender. If he has a chance to get that step back, it's going in. So you don't want that. You don't want that type of scenario. Celtics are dangerous. Obviously, this series isn't over yet, but we're just talking about their depth right. as a team. Yeah. And, uh, man, they look good. And it's really, you know, I, I, I always have to think about Kyrie Irving when we come back to this. I always do. Because I, when he first got to Boston, we, me and Chris were big on Kyrie in Boston. I thought yeah. that was it. Kyrie, you got your team. Mm-hmm. You got stars around you. Mm-hmm. But something about Kyrie, man, it's, I don't know. It, I think it's twofold. Not to go too deep into that. Right, I think right, a right. part of it was Kyrie knowing that they weren't where they needed to be. And another part was the other st- players. Remember, they just got to a conference finals thinking, right. oh, who is this guy to talk to? So that was kind of a, a missing Kemba Walker. But it was more on Kyrie. I think his leadership skills are boo-boo. No, no they are. But this thing, and I agree with that, but it's not just his fault whether that's the issue. That's also the coach. Kemba Walker's a perfect star for that team because – he doesn't really come with any ego because he hasn't he ain't got to the second round, you know? Yeah. So he didn't come with any ego. That team is at a perfect place. Mm. So right now we're podcasting in the middle of the game. The Celtics are up 64 to 60. So anything can happen there. But the Raptors have to win this game. If okay. not, it's definitely oh, it's a, wrap. a wrap 
for sure. Yeah. And I, that's going to surprise me, everybody here, because we thought it was going to be a really good series. Yeah. Right? And the Raptors are just not making us look good on this podcast. <laughs> we told everybody it was going to be a good series, and now they might get swept. And that, that's not that's not good looking. All right, so let's transition on to the National Football League. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have signed Leonard Fournette to their team. So we have Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette. We have, um, what's the other running back's name? They lose me right now. McCoy, McCoy. Oh, yeah, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. He's not, he's not having a starter. Ronald yeah, Jones is a starter. Sure, but they still have him. Yeah. They have Evans. They have Gronkowski. They have Godwin. Bro, if if Leonard Fournette comes into this situation and decides that he wants to ball out the way he's been balling out with the Jaguars. Um, He'll get cut because he ain't been balling out. <laughs> he ain't been balling out. But if he does, if, he do, if Tom Brady gets in his face, I don't think they would have signed him if Tom Brady didn't think, okay, he's going to be ready to play. I think this is why they signed him. <clears throat> and I was just reading, uh, actually I was watching press con- uh, quotes from uh, Arians. And so right now, I mean, obviously he's he's competing for the third running back spot right now. So he ain't even coming in as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now it's, uh, what's what's their starter's name? I forget his name. Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Arians said this is Jones' spot to lose or win. So this is his spot. Um, Shady's already got his role played out for him. Right. So all he has to do really, it, 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 if he balls out in practice, he can possibly be in the number two, um, unless, uh, you know, their starting running back doesn't play very well, then he has the possibility of becoming the starter. But I mean, you're, he's coming in as a number three right now, possibly number two running back. Hmm. They're going to play well. Yeah. I, I tell you that right now. Because uh, even, even when Tom Brady was in, in with the Patriots, the part of the reason why they're, they're, um, Running back by committee was so good is because Tom Brady knows how to read defenses. Yeah. Put you in the best situation to run the ball. So with those three veterans running the ball, I bro. I'll be real with you guys. Um the Patriots are starting to look like the 2012 Lakers to me. The Patriots? Yeah. I'm not the Patriots, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. <laughs> They're starting to look like the 2012 Lakers to me. If, and if you don't know what I'm referring to, it was during the summer. The Lakers got Dwight Howard and oh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. And everybody was talking and said, "Ooh, yeah. look at the squad: Nash, Kobe, Howard." Yeah. How the, can the difference they is, stop? though, not I'm just Nash is coming out hurt. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm just saying how I feel about it. Uh, I'm not saying they're not going to be a good team, but they have this feel where they're saying anybody who's a new free agent is like, "We're going to Buccaneers," and everybody's getting more and more excited. I'm like, right. let's pump the brakes a little bit. No, I'm, I'm pumping it because think about it like this: Bruce Arians runs a an offense that passes the field, passes the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. I don't think Leonard Fournette has shown ability to to, to catch like all the other backs. In the well, I, I don't know. No, no, no. Fournette, Fournette, no, Fournette can catch. I give he him can that. Catch? He okay. can catch. Okay, he, right. Fournette has hands. Okay. So he if, you, will catch if that man's got hands, then this works out perfectly for him. Cause you, you have to. <laughs> Because you have to be, you have to be a running back that's going to catch passes. Yeah, on the, field. I, the, okay. the, the nonsense where they say he's not going to be the starter. I'm not right. buying that. He's no, not be buying the starter. He, but even if he's not going to be the starter, and if still running back by some sort of committee, yeah. yeah, just them adding another running back to their depth chart. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on this team. I'm yeah. sorry, I, I can't. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. They, I mean, it would be absurd to me if they don't go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Wow, you to feel me, that? I do. I don't think they're going to win their division. Whoa, how? The Saints. Yeah, you still got the, Saints. still got the Saints. The Saints are good. Look, don't get me wrong. Saints are good. But let me let me just throw this out there to you. Let me just throw this out there. Is this the best 
lineup that Tom Brady's ever had? I, yeah. I, I've already said no. I think the 07 team would have went the, perfect. With Randy Moss? Well, yeah, with Randy Moss. Well, just Randy Moss. It wasn't just Randy Moss. Oh, I know I know, yeah, I know. know you had other. No, there were some other good did, players. He had uh, Corey Dillon on that team. Was that the team? No, no, Corey no not Corey, Corey Dillon was there. on that one. Um, that team was loaded. Okay, so second best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, top, sure. Three, top three. So, I mean, with Tom Brady, yeah. knowing what he's capable of doing, knowing how he reads defenses, I don't think Bruce Ellings is not a dumb man. I, he he has a little bit of an ego, but he's not gonna go in there being like Tom Brady. I want you to do it this way, this way. No, no, no. no Tom he's Brady's not gonna do that. Tom Brady's gonna go in there and run his offense. But they're just not gonna. You're saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm saying I said they're I don't going. Think, they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fine. Either way, yeah, the, either way, the Super yeah. Bowl. They'll be the first team to host the Super Bowl. I think so. A, I don't know. I think so. If, if you want, if I had to bet on anybody doing it right now, my favorite right now has to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, it's it's more so. I'm putting a lot of onus on Tom Brady. Even though his skills might diminish a little bit, look at what he has around him, bro. Look at what Jameis Winston did with that. Throwing 50,000 interceptions. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Tom Brady who takes care of the ball, going down the field methodically with all these weapons. But 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 to Lowe's point, can he throw that deep ball? That's what because we're I don't talking think, about the, I don't the, think I don't. I don't think that he has to. It's. It's. It's just. It's throwing downfield. Right. Now, can he do it? I believe he can. He I think so can. too. I okay. think so, so too. Yeah. I, I don't think his skills diminished. I think a lot of that had to be with. Uh, had was attributed to his talent last year. Um. I just let, before even I get to Super Bowl. Let Let me see them make the playoffs. There you I go. think they'll make the playoffs. No, no, no. Look, let's let's win that. If you want to crown them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not crowning them. I'm not going to hop on it because we've seen several times. We've seen too many teams where, look, they've got all this talent. And exactly. Then they, but, look, you know, the difference, but nobody has the GOAT. You're right. absolutely right. There nobody you go, has the GOAT. There so you I, go. I agree with that. But They got Tom Brady. They will make the playoffs. I believe they will go at least 11-5 and five or 10-6 and six to 12-4. and four. Yeah. They'll make the playoffs. I don't know that they'll get the first round by, but let's win that first playoff game. Look, first. look, Tom Brady has the same DNA that we, Michael Jordan has. I agree. Kobe Bryant has it. Tiger Woods has it. What were they saying about Tom Brady last year? And what have they said about Tom Brady a couple of times during his career? But here's the Oh, difference. he's washed up. But here's the difference. Tom Brady is learning a complex offense. Tom is Brady's really? learning. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Okay. He, oh, he, said, he said it himself. Okay, but look. Number two, he's learning an offense, for, a new offense for the first time in 20 years. All right? And like I said before, Bruce Arians is not a dumb man. Right. They're going to mold it a little bit to where it's going to be some stuff that Tom Brady recognizes where you can get those short little dump passes here and there to to open it up it's not going to be just all bruce arians offense 100 percent of the time they're going to open up to the goat to the greatest quarterback of all time they're going to let him do what he does i agree with that so i mean bro i think they have the potential to be a really really good team now i'm putting a lot of stock into leonard fournette Mm -hmm. because i just didn't think that he was in a great situation in jacksonville and he showed that year where Jacksonville went to the playoffs and surprised a lot of people mm-hmm. that he can be a bell cow running back. You have that with the other remakes they have right now? Come on, bro. And then you have Tom Brady. Like I said, Tom Brady's a perfectionist at reading the defenses. Right. He's going to get the running backs in great situations to make big plays. He did it all throughout his career in New England. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, bro, I think it's a, a big move, a big pickup. And I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I'm sticking with it. I don't think they win the division. I'm not crowning them yet. Just not doing it. Not yet. 
Okay. Middle of the season, I might crown him. When they get Antonio Not Brown, yet. when they get Antonio Brown, you crown him then? No, when, Antonio, when they get Antonio <laughs> Brown, he's <be> suspended. <laughs> he won't be playing. Speaking of suspended players, I know Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention that in the headlines. But Josh Gordon, what was it? What team is that again? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Mm. That's going to be interesting as well. Clowney's not signed yet. No, he's no, not. he's not. Wow. He should have just kept his butt in Houston. Uh, what he should have just signed with Cleveland. They were offering like $18 million or whatever. He didn't want to play up there. Yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want but to. I mean, the, the thing about Clowney is it's very, very interesting the situation Clowney is in because the only reason that he's not playing right now is because he's not a pass rushing. No, I was right. He's not playing. has not signed now. It's because of COVID. That's that's, that's it, it is what it is. It's COVID. But he, he's not getting the money he wants either, though. Yeah. And and, and COVID was the reason for that mm-hmm. because people are saying, oh, no, we have to see you play. Like, we have oh, to, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's not the guy you want to sign to that mm. amount of money. Mm. Interesting. All right. So let's continue in football. Let's go to another running back, Alvin Kamara, New Orleans Saints. Um, there have been rumors that the Saints want to trade him away to another team, another destination. Um, Kamara, I think they're in contract negotiations and they can't, haven't quite come eye to eye on what they want to pay him. So there's kind of a little game of chicken there between both of them to see who's going to flinch first. I think this, this thing should just pay him and, and move on and, and continue to do what they're going to do this season. For any young kids listening to the podcast or parents, don't put your child playing a running back. It's the worst position in sports. Mm-hmm. It really is. You get beat up. You get battered. And the way NFL contracts are set up, they can use you and abuse you for four years. And that might be the best four years of your career anyway. And then they don't pay you. Mm. If I were the Saints, I would not pay Alvin Kamara. He's had, he showed some injury issues. Trade him. Get what you can. Cut ties. It is what it is. He has a back issue right now, right? That's yeah. that's the main issue that's, right now. That's, that's, that's like a death toll to a running back. Oh, no. No doubt. No I doubt. mean, obviously, knee injuries are, like, really bad. But if you have back issues now. Look at, uh, what's his name? Todd Gurley. Yeah. yeah. His knee. He's once done. his knee was gone, he was done. He, was he had done. potential. But he made his money, though. Yeah, Good he for did. him. He did. And, and, and everybody else <laughs> around the NFL, they're not paying. If you're not a Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Like basically a bell cow because mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara is not a bell cow running back, but, but he does do other things. Right. Yeah, but I just I wouldn't pay him. Mm-hmm. I would trade him. I think the bell cow running back is going to eventually just disappear. No, I think every now you're right. It, it has already disappeared. Right, but every now and then you get a guy that can do it. Right, yeah, Derrick right. Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, what's his name, McCaffrey. Yeah. Every now and then you get a guy that can do it. Mm-hmm. This this is interesting. Um, he's closer to Christian McCaffrey than he is a, a Zeke or Saquon Barkley. That's a great point. Yeah, right? Um, you know, I, I looked at his stats. I mean, he's averaging like 700 yards rushing and then, you know, another six or 700 yards receiving. So you got a guy from scrimmage, you're a- averaging 1,400 yards, you know, eight to 10 touchdowns. Um, those are numbers of a running back that needs to be with in a committee situation. That That's not... Because Christian McCaffrey's getting he's over two thousand yards from scrimmage. I mean, he's the entire offense. <laughs> Whereas Alvin is; those numbers mean there's another uh, running back on that team who's getting numbers as well. So you can't pay this guy, you know, Ezekiel Elliott or Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. territory. Is that what he's looking know, for? for? Kind of is he looking for Ezekiel? I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know what he's looking for. I don't, I don't know. think he's looking for that. But much. he's not. He's not. He's definitely going to get Christian McCaffrey. Now Zeke is at, that's free ten million dollars a year for Zeke. Christian McCaffrey is getting th- uh, sixteen million dollars uh, a year. 
Yeah. So um, who's who's below that? I think it's uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that and Mixon t- just got paid. Oh, oh, he got forty eight. Oh, so right. so I think that's around the range. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I agree. But I agree. if you're Alvin Kamara, like, dude, I mean, I would accept any amount of money. Right. Over forty million because it's money in the bank, bro. Take yeah. it. Yeah. They especially just don't if you, pay especially if you know you have some injury uh, injury issues, yeah. then you should just take what they're going to give you. I think the Saints should do the same thing, though. I think he's good for their offense. I don't think there is another Alvin Kamara on the market, right? They can just pick up, like, there, take his not. take his place. Yeah. So I, I'll just pay unless I, they know. Yeah, there's some injury issues. That's what I'm saying. I, I personally would play him out. The, I think this is his fourth or fifth year. If it's his fourth year, I definitely play him out. Yeah. If it's his fifth year, meaning you got to tag him the next year, mm. then I would trade him yeah. straight up. I don't, especially with a team like the Saints. You got Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Mm. They can mix. It's just like the, the Patriots. Just put in new pieces. They, mm. they don't care. Yeah. You're not that big on the offense to where we need you doing anything. Not. It's not. Jimmy Graham right. learned that lesson. Right. Yeah. Right. He thought he was. He was. He helped the offense, but it was more beneficial to him than um, he was yeah, to the he offense. He didn't know that. Yeah, he didn't know that. He, left. he didn't know that at all. <laughs> Definitely not. So, last thing we want to talk about, we're going to stay in football. We're going to talk about a quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has some very interesting uh, comments about wearing masks and the whole COVID-19 Kirk that's Cousins? going on. Kirk Cousins. You like that? That guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that guy. Um, so... He was on another podcast, and he was asked about his approach on COVID-19. And his response was, if I die, I die. You ever watch Rocky? Anybody ever watch Rocky? Yeah, watch if he on, dies, man. if he dies, he dies. <laughs> if I die, I die. Yeah, so he's, he's going to say, if I get it, I'm going to ride it out. Um, I'm going to let nature take what? its course, survival to fittest kind of oh, approach, my. and just say, if it knocks me out, it knocks me out. I'm going to be okay. You know, even if I die, I die. I kind of have peace about it. I ain't going to lie to you. When I heard his quote, the first person I thought about was Low. I just feel like Low, that's you. I'm like, if I die, I die. For you, for the audience that's listening, I ain't making That's not my viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, he's wilding, man. Yeah, he's tripping. I mean, and then he was, he's also asked from a scale of, a scale of 1 to 10. Um, what level of concern does he have? One being masks are stupid, and ten being that he would never leave his mask to go anywhere. His reply was, "He's about a point zero 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 one." He said that for real, Lord. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, he did say I wear masks for the people around me. It's right. He did. Me. He he did say that he's going to wear the mask, you know, and respect other people. Yeah. But as far as him personally, if he dies, he dies. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how he feels about that's it. That's how he feels. I, I didn't. I didn't hear the quotes. I saw it on the headline mm-hmm. uh, somewhere, and I was just like, "Kirk Cousins said this, man. You're about to get some mad cool points, man. With with what? Because he I, first of all, I thought you were going to talk about his uh, advice to Dax. I was like, okay, yeah, that was because I, I I read that that quote. What did then, he say to Dak? He said, well, pretty much that, uh, well, just pretty much giving him props on uh, the franchise tag. Yeah. If he's on the franchise tag, to make sure that you get. Uh, oh, the, you okay, get the, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. insurance. Yeah. yeah. Like, make sure you cover your, you know, cover your, uh, cover your behind, you know, to do that. And don't be afraid to play on the tag. Like, it gives you more, uh, more value. Leverage. Like, yeah, more leverage and all that stuff. That's a good but, point. Yeah. But, so, so when I saw that, that quote about when I died, I was just like, oh. This show started quarterback saying this Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota ain't about to win nothing. Man. <laughs> <clears throat> Yo, starting quarterback saying that. Nah, man, that's that's your uh, mindset, bro. <laughs> I mean, but let's let's be real though. A lot of people feel this way. 
a lot of people do feel the same way Kirk Cousins does. I mean, we were just talking, but like, these are kind of like the lunatics we see on. <laughs> these are kind of the crazy people. Yeah, that's what's scary. That's what to Lowe's point is like. That's your quarterback. Yeah. Ew. Well, well, I hope he's wearing masks around. Well, well he, he said he, he said he's he wearing. Did it. Say that right, he did well. say he's. I mean, it's better than people to go around just refusing to wear a mask. I'm yeah. not gonna wear a mask. I don't care about you. I don't care about myself. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna wear a mask. <laughs> See, those are the, based on the scale of the question, those are people at the one. He said right. he's at point zero zero zero. Well, well, he's concerned. concerned. He's a he's a very religious man as well. Okay. If you guys don't know that, so I think that's part of it also. Oh lord, oh, I think that's oh, what it is. Lord. I, I'm just saying. Oh I'm lord. Just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, man. I'm just saying. He said, let God let go. <laughs> let, oh, let go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Man, man, man. We covered a lot of topics today. Covered a lot of stuff. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please, please subscribe. You can do that on any major podcast platform. You can also go to our website and do that. That's newchannelsports.net. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. You can also listen to us on the radio on Afro Vibes every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thank you for listening. And we are out. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.